All right, All right. Please let it work. Yes, I can hear you. Let's go. You can hear? All right. I can yeah. hear. Figured yeah. it out. Yeah. All right. There we go. All right. First try. This is our first try on our conference championship podcast. So, uh, how about how about that divisional round, Sammy? How about the Chiefs being down 24 to 0? Um, that was a uh, dark moment. I'm uh, not going to lie. I was uh, furious. I couldn't believe that. It looked like it was about to be a blowout, and you know the Chiefs. It was a first. blowout. I mean, it, it was a blowout. It was. It went from a blowout to a close game to a blowout, and yeah. you know it was pretty pretty amazing comeback. I, I couldn't believe it happened. I've never been so depressed and so happy within a three hour period. But uh, you know, I guess I'm bipolar, maybe. But uh, you know, the Chiefs do that to me. I'm sorry about your Seahawks, though, Sebastian. Yeah. Let. Okay. So. I did call it right. I did call it right. My prediction was that we were going to play from behind the whole game. Um, but I really thought that we would have came back. Um, I think the biggest play in that game was the Malik Turner drop on uh, third yeah. down or second down. Yeah. Because if he catches that ball, you don't know what we're going to do with the rest of the drive. We're Honestly, we're probably going to score because then next play we get sacked. And uh, our line couldn't hold up the whole entire first half. And Packers pass rush came through when they needed to, but I do think the refs. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm never one to blame a game on the refs because sometimes it's all judgment. It's all judgment, and it all happens so fast. But the the first down to me that did not look anywhere close. Like it looked about a full yard short. Um, but there's no telling that if we would have gone down and scored either way. And it would have been a fourth and one. Maybe they would have just snuck it with Rodgers. Who knows? It, maybe they would have got it on fourth anyways. I must say, it felt like we were on pace for another Russell Wilson playoff comeback win against the Packers. I really thought that was going to happen. Um, I mean, let me ask you, do you think that the Seahawks should have gone for it on fourth and 11? Or is that just because? Yeah, yeah. Play? I think I, I'm not a fan of punting the ball. Even if you have all three timeouts when it's under like three minutes, I'm not a fan of punting the ball away because – it's it's not hard to get one first down, and so they, we basically just punted the season away. That's how I feel. Yeah. Well, yeah. It also, if if I mean, with three minutes to go, say you don't get it, the Packers are up five. So God forbid they get a field goal. At least it's still one possession. Honestly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. So it's not the. End. I mean, it's one thing if they're up six, and it's like okay, it's going to be you know the end of the game. Then I get it, but. Um, I, I I actually totally agree with you. The uh, it was not a first down. It seemed like the the Packers got kind of bailed out by the refs in this game because the Seahawks had all the momentum in the uh, halfway through the third and the whole fourth quarter, um, and the Packers really couldn't stop them. Uh, Russell was going crazy. So you know, I mean, who knows? Um, they wouldn't have had any timeouts left the Seahawks, but they did ha- would have had a minute and a half, I believe, or something like that. And Russell Wilson can do some magical things with that. It would have been exciting to see. I, I like Ethan. I got the feeling that the Seahawks were going to win um, coming down the stretch there. But but it would have been exciting to see Russell get a chance to have the ball. But you know, at the end of the day, um, yeah, I guess the refs kind of helped them out. Well, but the ended up to win. Yeah, I mean, you know, we know about that last call, but let's not forget that there was a call that went the Seahawks way earlier on a Jacob Hollister fumble that had no clear recovery. Um, I think the Packers had their right to complain about that one. So it goes both ways. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, that that is the rule. But like, I think I think if I think whoever comes out of the pile with the ball should have it. That's just what I think. But I have I just have an idea. Like something I thought of is 
Okay, so after the Legion of Boom has left Seattle, Russell Wilson has not made a conference championship game since. Do you think that? Do you think he's capable of taking of actually carrying a team for a full season to the Super Bowl? Ethan, you can take that. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, the thing is, the Legion. I don't think any team is going to really compare to the Legion of Boom. I mean, those teams were just so good and. No matter what records the Seahawks put up in the regular season, I don't think they're in, in these past few seasons just as dynamic as those Legion of Boom teams. I definitely think Russell Wilson's capable of it. I mean, he was he was very close to getting there if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers picking up a couple first downs there at the end of the game. So I, I mean, I would say that Russell Wilson's maybe going into next year aside from potentially Mahomes, depending on what happens, the best quarterback in the NFL and the most valuable quarterback in the NFL. And I think that he definitely has that capability. I mean, I think the Seahawks are a four-win team without him. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I can, I, yeah, Russ, I mean, Russell Wilson's not the reason they lost uh, Sunday. So, you know, it's not – it definitely is not Russell Wilson's fault. Obviously, having Legion of Boom, yet, like Ethan said, it's a very special team. But – you know, uh, you have got a point. If you're a Seahawks fan, you got to point to the defense. It's not, you know, yeah, no, no, yeah. Down. It's definitely not. It's not like Russell went up there and you know they helped the Green Bay to two touchdowns and they couldn't couldn't pull it out. I mean, Russell was was doing everything he had, and with the O line simply, I mean, and towards the end of the game, could not block the 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 Packers pass rush. So you know, and he was doing everything. It's it definitely got to blame it on the defense, not Russell. Yeah, no, no. I it was just a proposal. I agree with you, but. One thing about the defense is, for Seahawks fans, I think that um, our main priority in the offseason needs to be cornerbacks because we have been shredded all years, all, all this year by backup QBs, such as, um, see, when Mason Rudolph first came in in that game against Pittsburgh, we got shredded by him. And then Matt Schaub threw for over 400 yards on us, and um, – Jimmy G has had some great success against us. Jimmy G is pretty good, but um, just I feel like Trey Flowers cannot hold up against anybody. He's just yeah. terrible. Should have traded for Ramsey, in my opinion. Yeah, that's I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, that would be an interesting get. And you know, I mean, not just because I'm a Chiefs fan, but you also have to look a little bit back at the Frank Clark trade. At the, at the you know when it happened, everyone was saying the Chiefs were pretty stupid for for giving up all that and. And, you know, for the first half of the season, it looked like the Seahawks won the deal because uh, Frank Clark was, wasn't really performing up to up to what we expect from him. But, but you know, obviously L.J. Collier out of TCU didn't really – hasn't panned out yet. Yeah. So, uh, he's got a chance to. But, yeah, definitely I think corner and pass rush needs to be there because, I mean, the offense, I mean, is it, going to be good for a while. D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Russell. I mean, the O-line needs some help. But And, obviously, you have Pro Sice and these guys coming back and Chris yeah. Carson. So. So that 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 should be. Uh, you wonder if they had Chris Carson in that game, if they would have been able to slow it down a little bit more. But you know, I guess we'll never know. Let's talk about as as we transition into the, this Sunday's games. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers because I think it's a pretty interesting dynamic where Aaron Rodgers hasn't been exceptional this season. He hasn't been great necessarily uh, against the Seahawks, but he picked up crucial first downs when he needed to. And do you all think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be? You know, it's going to be the type of game where Aaron Rodgers does just enough at the right times to take the Packers to a win. I don't think so. I think I think Rodgers will will have a solid outing, but I just think the 49ers' defense is too dominant. And last game, he did have a, a lot of the running game to help him because Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is pretty decent on the ground. Um, 
But um, the Seattle corners, I mean, those those 49er corners are nowhere near, like, as bad as Seattle's corners are. And uh, Rodgers isn't going to have uh, as much time in the pocket. Uh, he will be able to extend some plays, but the coverage is going to be better downfield. And um, uh, Sherman, Sherman will um, do a good job against Devontae, I feel like. Yeah, I, I, uh, well, he's got to have a big game, uh, and I, I got a lot of faith in him. You know, it's funny this this whole playoffs. The one team you can point to that really hasn't gotten a lot of respect, and it may be you know due uh, because you know they've had some problems out the year, would be the Packers. And you know, everything's kind of been about oh, Rodgers isn't what he used to be. They only have one receiving target, and the defense is kind of suspect at times. The lines are really good, the lines are not. Um, I think he's gonna have a good game. He's got to have a good game if they want to win. Um, the Aaron Jones got a big game. And you have to have someone else step up besides Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, um, one of these, Scantling, Allison. One of these guys has got to become a target because the Niners are going to roll so many people over on Adams that they're going to try to take him out of the game. It so could be Jimmy Graham. Guys, it could be Jimmy Graham. Yeah, that's a good point. Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy Graham over the middle could give mm-hmm. the Niners some problems. So they got to have someone else step up or it's going to be a long day because expecting the Devontae Adams to have some big day, you know, they're obviously going to roll safety on him and try to take him out of it. I think it'll be a long day for the Packers. I think the 49ers are going to win it. I don't even think it's going to be very close. I, I think it's going to be a 49ers versus Chiefs Super Bowl, and I'm fairly confident about that prediction, but, I mean, that it usually doesn't work out that way, that what you're confident about actually happens, so we'll see. But as of right now, I would be predicting a 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl. Yeah, I, 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 I'm a little – I'm a little torn on the Packers Niners game because the Niners have the superior talented team. We all know this. Um, and it, it, you know, but they, they remind me a little bit of the Chiefs last year. You know, they haven't been here before. They're extremely talented. Right. You look at the roster, top to bottom, they're one of the best, if not the best, in the NFL. And but you know, they also haven't been here before, and Aaron Rodgers has. So going up part, against one of the greatest of all time, exactly last year for the Chiefs. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. So, in you know, they do have – I really like Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a really good player. But, you know, he's not Aaron Rodgers. So, part of me and the fact that that they embarrassed the Packers earlier in the year. Right. That's a – right. Yeah. And pe- people are just kind of writing them off like, oh, well, they got beat 37-8. And, you know, Rodgers had 104 passing yards, sacked five times. So, I mean, they don't have a chance. I, and it's starting to make me question a little bit, like, could these guys pull something? So, uh, I actually – what the hell? I'm gonna go with the Packers. I think they might. I think they're Ooh. gonna pull it off. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be a really close game. They're gonna win by a field goal, but uh, I think the Niners are gonna gonna be did, uh, for next year. Did you uh, did you guys pick three out of the four divisional games correct? Because I was two and two. I went three. I was mad because I, I I was about to pick Tennessee and then I uh, went with the favorite. So I, I think I think I picked all four. Uh, I picked I picked um Green yeah. Bay. Yeah, I picked Green Bay. Tennessee, uh, Chiefs, and Niners, yeah. Wow. All right, so what are your picks for the conference championship? Um, let's see. I, I got – all right, Sammy, don't hate me on this one, but I, I still got the Titans. I'm rolling with the Titans. Wow. They got all the momentum. They're the underdog story of the year. They're, I, think, I think it's going to be a lot lower scoring than people think because these defenses – Chiefs' defense is a lot better than they were early in the year. And you saw after after uh, the Texans jumped out to that 24-point lead, how they stepped up big. And really, uh, Houston didn't do much. Watson was 
Watson, I don't think he played very well. Um, and then, but Tennessee, Tennessee dominated what we thought was the best team in the league. And, well, who was who is, who is going to be the MVP? Um, Derrick Henry has been on a tear. He's run for, like, almost 200 yards in three straight games. Um, I think that Tennessee is going to dominate time of possession, but but uh, the Chiefs are going to get some, some quick scores. And uh, I'm going to say that it's going to be a 24-21 win for the Titans. And then wow. – for the 49ers and Packers, I think it's just going to be complete domination. 49ers win. One of you, one of you might know this, and I apologize for my lack of knowledge on this, but was that a real quote of what Frank Clark was saying about Derrick yeah. Henry that he's not that hard to tackle or something like that? Yeah, that, that seems right. like he's playing with fire. I mean, say that after the game once you've won, but don't say that when you're when you're two day when you're one day away from facing Derrick Henry who's just dominated everyone in the past three weeks. That, that yeah. did not seem wise to me. Yeah, I, I, I could take it that way. Well, I kind of took that as I, – I like the kind of intensity from the Chiefs. Obviously, Tyree Kill this week saying that no one can guard them in the NFL. Um, you know, they're kind of sending a message. Like, we're not scared of Tennessee. Obviously, Tennessee's on a tear. They beat New England. They beat Baltimore. And, you know, they're, they are the underdog story. They're the, um, but – Let's not forget they are nine and seventeen. Who at one point this year was two and four. Obviously they're really hot right now. But I think it's sending a message like we're not scared of these guys. And one thing, I mean, the Chiefs' defense has been uh, through half of the season they were written off as a terrible defense. And then down the stretch they were allowing eleven point three points per game, uh, which was best in in the league. And people started coming around on this. So Derrick Henry's gonna have a big game. I picked the score yesterday on. uh, with 35-27 Chiefs, I, and the Chiefs will be going back to Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. But, uh, you know, Derek Henry's going to have a big day. The Chiefs need to limit him to 150 yards. If they can do that, keep it under that. If you go eclipse that, it's going to be tough. You know, the win last week, being down 24-0 and coming back, it just gives the Chiefs confidence. Like, no matter how right. much they can get down, they got to, you know, yeah. chance of this game. Because last right. week, I mean, that it was terrible. I mean, it, literally everything went wrong. The, the pump block, the drop passes, the – I mean, you could not have drawn up a better script for Houston to win the game, and yet they still came back and won. So, well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. While we were watching the game, I texted, I texted EK. I said, I can't believe this is happening. And then, then we go on. We say, um, we, uh, who knows? Chiefs can come back. They score quick. That's exactly what they did. Right. And uh, they scored like twenty-eight points in five minutes in the game. The just completely flipped the script. But I also have one question. Um, so now that the Patriots are out of the Chiefs' way and they've been kind of holding them back from that from that uh, Super Bowl appearance for years, what do you think is going to happen with Andy Reid if they don't make it again while they're while like the one team that's been holding them back is gone and they lose to Tennessee? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, yeah, we've been hearing that question a lot all week leading up to this. If, if Andy, obviously, he's one of five in championship games and. And I mean, really, the Patriots. Yes, they have been holding us back, and the whole entire AFC, frankly. Um, so you know, I, I don't. I, I think firing Andy Reid if you were to lose would be a horrible idea. So because if you if you fired Andy Reid tomorrow, there would be probably twenty nine to thirty openings in the position of the NFL that would take him outside of Bill Belichick and the Patriots, and maybe a few other spots. So you know, in what he's done, Patrick Mahomes and. In developing him, I, I think that would be a terrible idea. 
But I do understand the pressure. He needs to win a game. You know, obviously one in five in conference championships. You know, this is the Tennessee Titans. This is not, you know, you're lo- it's not like you lost to New England, like you said, or going to Baltimore, facing a tough team there. You know, it's at home, facing a six seed, a Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. You need to go win and finish the deal and get to Miami. Um, if you don't, you know, I, 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 don't, I would not fire Andy Reid, but it does raise some concerns. Yeah, and for that reason, you know, I'm a lot more confident about the Chiefs going into this week due to the fact that they came back from 24-0 against the Texans. I just feel like if the Chiefs were going to lose, it was going to happen in a massive slip-up against Houston. But with all that went wrong in that horrendous way that they started the game and they still won, I just feel like, you know, if they have half the mistakes in the early game they did against the Titans, it shouldn't even be a close game, especially when Travis Kelsey is playing well. And obviously when Mahomes is firing on all cylinders, I just don't think they can be stopped. Yeah, I, I, I think it really just breeds confidence. And, and I, I was with you too. I was more nervous leading into – well, I'm, I'm more nervous in the fact that it's the AFC championship, championship game. But, but in terms of a matchup perspective, I was more nervous about the Houston Texans simply because Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun can do things that not a lot of other guys can. The, the Titans, you know the formula. They're going to try to run the ball and play defense. And they're a little bit more – um, uh, you know, a one-trick pony. Obviously, Derrick Henry's a monster, but, the, the, you know, the Texans made me nervous last week with the ability of Deshaun and them making plays. So, you know, we're going to see what happens, but it's going to be a good game tomorrow. Right. But with that being said, I think Tennessee is going to need to really get that run game going and keep the ball out of the Chiefs' hands with long drives and then maybe force a couple turnovers and get lucky a couple times. I think that that would be their best shot at winning the game. But I want to ask, um, you know, a lot of people came down on the Texans for that fake punt call last week. I actually personally like the call. I want to hear what you guys thought about that. I think it was a good call, but it it, it just didn't work out. And sometimes that happens because, like, I think everyone everyone watching could feel the momentum going back to the Chiefs. Right. Or going to the Chiefs for the first time. But And um, Houston was trying to, trying to get it back going their way. If they would have got it, I, I think that um, – I don't think the comeback – well, the comeback could have happened, but um, I think it would have gave gave him a spark. Um, so yeah, I think it was a good call. Just didn't work out for him. Yeah, I um, the the, the aggressive call to go on a fake punt. You know, the Chiefs were it was twenty four seven, and right, the Chiefs were getting momentum back, and and yeah, I mean, and I don't like hearing that. Oh, if if they wouldn't have kicked the field goal or. Oh, if the fake punt, then the, the, it would never have happened. It's like the Chiefs did beat them by twenty. So you know, even if they get they get it on fourth and one and get a touchdown, twenty eight zero, it still is you know they give them another touchdown, they still lose. But but yeah, um, where they decide the fake punt, you know, I like the aggressiveness. I, I wouldn't kill if Bill O'Brien had gotten that, then people would be like, oh, what a great play call by him. But yeah. uh, the, the fact that they did it at the own thirty one, in you know, basically giving that if we don't get this, the Chiefs are gonna score a touchdown. Um, I, that, that I, I would have personally pulled that play out had you got 15 more yards and got it at midfield and at least giving your defense a chance. But, you know, I mean, you hate to, you, you always look back at things and say, should have, should have done that or should have, but you know, uh, the 31 yard line that, that wouldn't have been my call. Is it just me or after, like when the Texans were up 24 zero, did I just had some, some feeling that the chiefs were going to come back anyways, because the the Texans went up on kind of some fluky plays. They had a, right. a broken coverage. Uh, I think it was a punt blocked, and then um, uh, a muffed punt too. Yeah. Um, 
and their offense still hadn't done much besides that one long touchdown. I, I, I just had – I just knew they would blow, blow it somehow. Yeah, I thought that the Chiefs would definitely come back and make it close, but I didn't expect them to do it at the rate that they did, basically by halftime, and then come back and win by 20. So I didn't yeah. expect the magnitude of it. I did expect them to come back. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was just depressed as a Chiefs fan. Like, this can't be happening again of so many of our playoff blunders. But I, I, I agree. I, I thought they would make it close. But I was like, it's just going to keep doing the narrative that the Chiefs start slow. They can't do anything the first half. And then, you know, in the second half, they, they score 31 points like in the AFC title game last year. But then it's not enough because they were too slow. That's what my thinking was. But, you know, they, they, they turned it around fast. And, you know, obviously we know how it turned out. But. But the, the Chiefs really this week have got to start faster. It's kind of been a, a trend this whole year. They take a little while to get going. That can't happen against the Titans. Especially because they're not going to have as many possessions. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you, oh, you, you, what were you, you going to say? No, I was just going to. So, so you got Chiefs, Chiefs uh, 49ers, and then I got Chiefs Packers, and Seabass, you got Titans who? Titans Niners? Titans Niners. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, what, what do you guys think? Like, Sam, obviously you're a Chiefs fan, and but like, objectively speaking, what would be the most entertaining Super Bowl matchup, considering the how close it would be and how good of a storyline it would be, and all those factors? Chiefs Packers would be amazing to watch. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes. That's like, that's like prodigy versus right, like the the man you that's look up was, to. Right. Right, and plus that was the Super Bowl one, and we're in the hundredth season, so it all yeah. comes full circle. And NFL, I mean, NFL is rigged. Are you think the NFL is rigged? <laughs> no, <Stop. I'm> just <laughs> playing. <laughs> um, plus, uh, plus, Aaron Rodgers has a chance, in my opinion, to cement his legacy as a top five quarterback of all time if they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think, I think, obviously, in the hundredth uh, NFL season, it, the uh, Chiefs Packers Super Bowl will be pretty cool, uh, especially yeah, the first Super Bowl. And, and you know, it, they played earlier in the year, but Mahomes was hurt, so we it was kind of getting the hype of Mahomes Rodgers, but we never got to see it. So it'd be pretty cool to see in the Super Bowl. Um, obviously, Chiefs Niners is the one everyone wants to see uh, because of the Niners defense against the Chiefs offense. It'd be really a clash of two great units. But uh, I, I would go with Chiefs-Packers simply because the Mahomes-Rodgers would be pretty special. I think yeah, that – oh, you know, you're going. You're going, my bad. Right, I was, I'll be honest with you. I think Chiefs-49ers, I predicted that, but that's the matchup in the Super Bowl I least want to see. If I'm being completely honest, I think that the Chiefs would win, and I don't really think it would be that close. And I, I'm i just not overly intrigued by the way the 49ers play and sort of watching 49ers games. But that's just me. Um, Seabass, what were you going to say? I was going to say – I. I do think the Chiefs Packers would be most entertaining, but another good game is is what I picked the Titans 49ers because um, Derrick Henry's been running all over everybody. If if uh, the Titans can get to that Super Bowl, uh, most likely Derrick Henry would be the reason why. And um, I don't know if I don't know if anyone could stop Derrick Henry, but if it would be anyone, it would be that 49ers front. Yeah, it would yeah. definitely be definitely be a two matchups of uh, God forbid this happens, but it would be you know uh, the, the Niners running game rushing attack is is really good, and obviously the Titans are really good too. So uh, it might be the fastest Super Bowl we've ever seen, but uh, it it would be it would be quite the I don't know if I could stomach watching it, but it would be an interesting uh, rushing matchup. All I'm gonna say is all of these Super Bowl matchups, all of the possible ones, are gonna be better than last year's Super Bowl. 
Yeah, for last year's was just awful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I, I'm, I'm still upset that we didn't get that Brady Breeze Super Bowl. That would have been amazing. It should have been Mahomes Breeze. Mahomes Breeze would have been yeah, amazing. Or that. Or that, that that's right. why the, it's crazy because the, the, the season ratings last year were huge, but the Super Bowl was so low because you had you could argue that it should have been Chiefs Saints. And, right. Or even you know, Mahomes Goff would have been better because of yeah. that regular season game they played. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, and no one, it just. The ratings this year will be sky high no matter who's in it because yeah. Brady's out of it. People are tired of watching the damn Patriots. Anyway. Well, I, I'm not worried about last year. Um, I think this year will be entertaining. Um, you know, I, I, I have to head out in a couple minutes. I've been doing this podcast from a car in a parked driveway for a while. But, um, <laughs> let's, let's get some closing thoughts before we all depart. All right, little little sound bite to send everyone out on. <laughs> sound bite. All right, Seabass, uh, what, what are your uh, little sound bites? All right, what I'm gonna say is, if the Chiefs can hold Derrick Henry under 100 100 yards, they they should take the game easily. Yeah, with ease. That seems fair. And then San Francisco, I think Packers have no chance whatsoever. That's what I feel like. Yeah, I'm I'm going with. Uh... Uh, obviously, Chiefs Packers. I believe Aaron Rodgers feeling a little disrespected right now. I'm going to get the victory in a close game. Uh, the Chiefs actually are a, a stat that's kind of going on the radar, 8-0 when Eric Fisher's in the starting lineup and he wasn't there in the first meeting. The Chiefs really choked that game away with the special teams. Um, so, yeah, those are my predictions, and uh, go Chiefs. All right. Well, I guess uh, my little statement will be um... – both games will be decided by two possessions or more. I don't want to see that happen, but that's how I'm feeling right now. And lastly, I don't know if we have any uh, fight fans, but anyone got any predictions for McGregor uh, Cowboy tonight? I have absolutely no idea. No idea, dude. Oh, okay. Never <laughs> I'm going I'm to say, say McGregor because yeah, he's sure. a big I've name. I've heard of McGregor. I don't even know who the other guy is. So I'll <laughs> McGregor. Okay, all right. Well, that, that's all a different right. podcast. I have to uh, – <laughs> I have to check the score of the Washington Oregon basketball game. I'm kind of scared to check that. Is Washington ranked? Are they ranked? No, they're playing pretty poorly this year. Oh, uh, damn. All right. Dang. Well, um, hey, guys, enjoy MLK weekend. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You All too, right. bro. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> see you guys. See you guys. <laughs> see you.